Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. That's in James 1.20. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And our emotions, you know, like our bodies, our minds and bodies, they're influenced greatly by really just the, the fall of mankind into sin, right? Since the beginning of time when, when sin entered this world, our emotions, our minds and our bodies are influenced by our emotions. In other words, our emotions are, they've been tainted by our sinful nature, right? And that's why they need controlling. The Bible actually tells us that we are controlled by the Holy Spirit, not by our emotions. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-minded men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Now, we're traveling across the United States this summer to a city near you, and we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. This episode is brought to you by Transcend. Transcend is taking preventative healthcare beyond the restrictions of traditional medicine. Through their advanced hormone replacement therapy and innovative telehealth system, Transcend will help you receive the best care on the cutting edge of medical science. Whether you're looking to improve overall vitality and wellness or optimize your health, Transcend's approach to transparent and simplified care will help you achieve the life you've always wanted. Visit transcend5.com today to start your journey to a better you. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. I'm ripping a solo episode here today, coming on to talk about one of the five power pillars that we talk about within the King's Council, the emotional power pillar. So if if you're not aware, we we have a coaching program in which we teach biblical principles following the the seven days of creation, God the God-given template that we believe is for us to be able to operate into to model in really all areas of our life, whether it be our relationships or a business or whatever it is that we're approaching, if we can follow this this template of the seven days of creation. And and within that we really coach on these five power pillars that we've identified as our mental, our emotional, our physical, our spiritual, and then the financial component as well. And, and our, our philosophy is that if we can operate in excellence in all of those areas, ultimately we will be able to discover, develop, and deploy our God-given talents on this earth. And today, I wanted to, to dive into the emotional power pillar. And part of the reason is, is I know uh, there's, there can tend to be some confusion on the difference between the mental power pillar and then the emotional 
power pillar. And there's actually, there's certainly a difference here. And I want to make sure that we all have an understanding of what the difference actually is. Because on a past episode, I had talked about, I did a two-part series on on the mental component or the mental power pillar and really just our mindsets, why we think the way we think, how we think, you know, the difference between just positive thinking and and actually, you know, walking out our God-given calling by by thinking about what we think about and the power of creating different neural pathways and being able to literally change the chemistry of our brain. And, and that is that is certainly the mental component. But the difference between the emotional component and the and the mental power pillar is the emotional power pillar isn't necessarily why we think or or how we think. It's more so how we respond to situations. And emotions are so, so powerful for us. And on all of our decisions that we make, like virtually every decision that we make is an emotional decision. Now, some people may think, well, no, I'm a pretty logical person. I, I, you know, I dot the I's across the T's. I make decisions based upon logic. And while that certainly is a component of it, it's, it's still your emotional feeling in that situation of why you're making that decision based upon logic. Right, emotions are so so powerful for us, and information that we receive without emotion is never really retained, right? But information with emotion is retained for a lifetime. Now, I want you to make sure that you follow me on this, and I'll give you an example. Does anybody on here remember where you were on August eleventh of two thousand and one? Eight eleven. Anybody remember where you were? Now, unless that was your your birthday or some defining emotional moment in your life, you probably have no clue what you did on that day. But I can almost guarantee every single person, you know, if you were above the age of five, remembers where you were when you got the news on 9-11 of 2001, right? I know right where I was at that point in time. I was in the library in our, basically our, my study period, the second period of the day when the news came across of, of what had happened. And the reason being is that emotional anchor, it caused me to just implant or anchor that feeling when I got that news, right? We are emotional beings. God has created us in his image and, and God's emotions, they're revealed in the scriptures, right? Jesus was an emotional being. He was fully human. We have been created to be emotional. Since God has created us as emotional beings, we, we feel love, we feel joy, happiness, guilt, we feel anger, disappointment, maybe fear, right? These are all emotions. And sometimes our emotions are good, right? They can be pleasant to experience, but sometimes not. And sometimes our emotions are, are grounded in truth. And sometimes they're completely made up based upon our perception of the situation, right? Regardless, emotions are extremely powerful and they're very, very real to the one feeling them. Our perception is our reality, right? Your perception is your reality. And our lives are, I mean, they simply can be an illusion created by your perception, right? Your perception is your reality. It might not be mine, but it certainly is your. And that's why you get, you feel things and you maybe get worked up over certain situations. But the beautiful thing is it can be changed the moment you choose to change it. Our realities can be changed the moment that we choose. I love this quote from uh, Mike Tyson that everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, 
right? I'm sure some of us have heard that before. And and to think about the plan that we go into this, like that's a great mental component of the mental power pillar. But what happens when we get punched in the mouth? And that's where we're going to dive into the emotional power pillar today. So that all being said, it's so important to learn how to manage our emotions, right? Rather than just allowing our emotions to manage us, it's so important for us to be able to understand and manage our emotions, right? For example, when we feel angry, it's important to be able to stop and identify why, first off, that we are angry, right? And then examines our hearts to determine like, you know, why am I angry? And then proceed, ultimately, if you're a Christian, if you believe in, in the Bible, how do we proceed in a biblical manner, right? Out of control emotions, they tend not to really produce God-honoring results, if you know what I mean, right? Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. That's in James 1.20. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And our emotions, you know, like our bodies, our minds and bodies, they're influenced greatly by really just the, the fall of mankind into sin, right? Since the beginning of time when, when sin entered this world, our emotions, our minds, and our bodies are influenced by our emotions. In other words, our emotions are, they've been tainted by our sinful nature, right? And that's why they need controlling. The Bible actually tells us that we are controlled by the Holy Spirit, not by our emotions. And if we recognize that our our emotions, if we understand what they are in the moment and we bring them to God, we can actually then submit our hearts to Him and allow Him to do His work in our hearts, right? And, And then ultimately be able to direct our actions. So what does that actually look like? Because at times this may mean that, you know, God maybe just simply wants us to rest, you know, assured in him, right? To comfort us, right? Or we may need reminding that God did not give us that that spirit of fear, right? But of sound mind, right? Or maybe it's a a prompting for us to, you know, have to forgive somebody or worse yet for me is like to ask for forgiveness, right? When when we feel sad, do we just need to pray more? When we feel happy, uh, is that like a sign that you are of strong faith, right? There's so many different range of opinions when it comes to emotions. And at, at one extreme is the belief that maybe emotions are simply uncontrollable forces, uncontrollable physical forces that just need to be repressed, right? Like you just don't feel angry and you just start to, you repress those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions that we have. And then at the other end of the spectrum, it's, there's a a frustration over the idea that they're considered so important that they're used as like a basis for everything. Like, well, that's just how I feel. So that's just the way it is, right? And throughout the Bible, we, we find a variety of different emotions expressed, right? So how should we view these emotions? And really, can they affect our faith. That's what I want to dive into here with you guys. So first off, we got to understand that God created humans to have emotions. Okay, God created us to have emotions, and he created them good. He created them good, absolutely did. And you really, we only have to read through the, actually, the book of, of Psalms to see the whole range of emotions that are expressed. We can certainly take comfort in the fact that God inspired the writers of this book to express all the different emotions that we actually encounter, right? When, when sin entered the world, however, our emotional responses, they became essentially tied to our sinful nature and, and the ultimate the suffering in this world. So we got to be careful not to let our emotions control what we believe. And sometimes this means, you know, it, it may actually mean seeking medical 
help, right? There are some chemical imbalances that can certainly take place, but it always means resting upon the Word of God to tell us what is true about ourselves and what is true about the world that we live in. God's Word actually it tells us that if we believe and we rest upon Jesus as our Savior, the truth that we are saved from our sin and we have been given a great inheritance in God's kingdom, it does not depend on our emotional state. And it's, it's easy for us to actually make an emotional experience like the testing of our faith, right? But as Christians, we're going to experience these emotional ups and downs for you know good reasons, but sometimes for bad reasons as well. And salvation is by faith alone in Christ Jesus. Salvation is by faith alone in Christ Jesus. He actually lived the perfect life, feelings and all, all the emotions that he experienced, he still lived the perfect life because we couldn't save ourselves from our bodies, right? From our bodies. This is actually in, in Romans 7, 24 and 25. So Romans 7, 24 and 25, it says here that wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Romans seven twenty four through 25. So God created us as humans to have emotions. He created them for good. And if we choose to just focus on the word of God and on him and knowing that our peace can come from him alone, from Christ Jesus alone, He's already lived the perfect life. All the emotions that he experienced, we can rely on that, and we know that we have been saved by his grace. So number two, then, is, is, is Jesus, him, him, he experienced a, a, a wide, wide range of emotions. Okay, at times, if, if I mean, you can just read through really any part of, of the New Testament when you come across Jesus' experiences at you know, sometimes he's, he's overcome with such crazy strong emotions, like maybe when he wept for Lazarus, right? Or when he, when he came in and he came into the temple and he flipped tables and he, he threw people out, right? Like that's, he was angry at those times. And, and all these emotions were right because Christ was perfect, right? And, and always obeying God's commands, no matter what the overwhelming emotions that he maybe experienced, he was still perfect, Right. And and he went through all of that for our sake so that he would ultimately, you know, know what it's like to be human. So he, he endured all these different emotions on the way to the cross so that we ultimately could be saved. The third one then is is faith is is really not measured by our emotions. Okay, so as as human beings, or you know, as we'll call it sinners and saints, right? Our our emotions will never be perfect in this life, right? There's always going to be days when our emotions, they just, they do not act in accordance with God's word, right? And they, it can oftentimes maybe threaten or try to convince us uh, that the truth is not what the word of God says, right? That's, that's as, as we go through life and as, again, as just human beings, our emotions, they're not perfect, right? And, but the good news is faith doesn't depend on our emotional state. But it holds on to and it trusts what God has said, right? Physical and emotional struggles, they're always going to come at us. They're always going to shake us up, right? And while our emotions can and ultimately should express our faith, God is constant and he's unchanging. And he is the anchor that we're able to grasp by faith 
when everything actually threatens to overwhelm us. So really, there's there's five five ways that we can spiritually win these battles within our emotions. I want to run through these, these five different ways that, that we can win these spiritual battles when these emotions, these such strong emotions actually come up. And the very, very first one is, is it's just so easy. It's just we got to fill our minds with truth so that we can actually focus on, on that, you know, ultimately, d- despite like the arch ever-changing emotions that we experience, right? The, if we can just focus on the biblical truth that we have in our mind, when the attacks come at us, ultimately through our emotions, the more likely it is that we're going to win that battle. So if we can make a habit, it's, it's simple. It's so easy or it's so simple, but it may not be easy for us, right? If we make the habit of just reading the Word of God, meditate on the words of God every day, and we just ask, ask the Holy Spirit to renew our mind, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind daily, and, and God's truth will ultimately come into our mind, and in any situation where our emotions are at their peak, right, or that's like, I'm so angry, I'm going to start to you know, lash out or make bad choices— as the Bible or as the Word of God just start to be ingrained within our minds during those emotional moments, that's going to allow us to be reminded of what truth really is, what's really true, so that we can make decisions from an accurate perspective. So just fill your minds with the Word of God. Number two would be give yourself, like, just give us a time out when we notice things are starting to get out of hand. Right when we get it going, maybe someone cuts us off driving down the road, or maybe we are starting to get into it with our spouse or significant other, and, and we just start to feel the temperature rising. Right, it's so important for us just to stop, reflect on you know what is actually going here on here, and then ultimately just say a little prayer. If we can take a moment here and realize that this feeling is about to overwhelm us. Right, just like as parents, we would maybe give our kids timeouts if they get out of hand, right? To teach them or to recognize how to control their emotions. Sometimes, as adults, we may have to give ourselves a little timeout as well, right? Check in with our heavenly Father, right? When our emotions get a little bit too strong, and and during these breaks, or just like take a breath, understand like what you're feeling and ultimately why you're feeling it, right? For example, if man, it doesn't even have to be like an argument. Could just be like maybe you're starting to feel lust. We'll use maybe you're starting to feel lust, like pulling you toward your laptop or your cell phone, and it's compelling you to start to to look at inappropriate photos, right? Look at pornography, right? And if you can stop that process by simply just taking a time out, right? We've got to train ourselves to identify what these emotions are that we're actually experiencing in the moment, and if we can train ourselves to identify it we can then figure out why we're feeling that way. For example, if, if we've been dealing with like with stress that we've just been trying to relieve through porn, like the just example that we said, if we've been dealing that with that and we're, we're trying to like relieve it through porn, right? By forcing ourselves to step out of the situation, understand it, identify it, we can then stop unhealthy, impulsive behaviors and ultimately gain the, a wiser perspective of what is actually happening versus getting caught up in that emotional moment. But we got to be able to identify it, right? Once they start to spiral out of control, stop, reflect on it, say a little prayer if that's what it's need, gather yourself, and then ultimately make a decision based upon the truth that you've been ingraining yourself with by just getting within the Word of God. All right, so then three is going to be just deal honestly 
with the uncomfortable emotions that we feel, right? Just be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we deny, we ignore, we tend to suppress those emotions that are just like, there's too much to deal with, right? For example, if you're, if you're feeling jealous, you know, you're, you may also have a feeling of embarrassment or you're just ashamed about feeling that way, right? No one likes to admit that they're jealous, but if we don't deal with it, those emotions start to distort our perspective of life. Remember, our perspective is our reality. And if that's going to leave us vulnerable, ultimately to the attacks from Satan, the devil, from those attacks that are going to come against us, you better believe he's going to twist that truth to get our attention. And, and if we're confused in any part of it, you know, we may believe what he actually tells us, right? So whenever we notice that we're feeling an emotion that makes us uncomfortable, we got to acknowledge it. We got to check in, check in with God right in that moment. Okay, it's important to be able to do that in that moment. Keep in mind that it's normal to experience a lot of these uncomfortable emotions, right? We live in a fallen world, right? And our, our emotions aren't necessarily wrong, okay? It's, I mean, these are emotions that, that we feel in those times. Not that they're necessarily wrong, right? What, what's sinful is, is actually choosing to respond to the emotions that you feel in the wrong ways, Okay, we're going to have these feelings, but how we act upon them determines not only, you know, who we are as, as a human being and, and, and as, as I'm choosing to make these decisions when, when I do get punched in the mouth, like who am I? And that's why it's so important we talk about having these core values and these declarations and why it's so important is because when life gets tough, when we have these emotional flare-ups, this guy cut me off. This guy, you know, stole money from me, a bad business deal, whatever it is, we got to be able to come back to the foundation, the core values of who we are in Christ. Who are we? And that's going to allow us to make those right decisions. Not right away, right? It'd be great if it was just that quick, but sometimes it takes time to build these new neural pathways that we've talked about from the mental component. But those happen by making these tough decisions, initially tough decisions, when the going gets tough, when it, when it's when it's hard, when it's when these emotional flare-ups actually happen, right? But if we don't intentionally deal with how we feel, like the jealousy that we talked about, that's going to leave us vulnerable to the temptations to ultimately do something or say something wrong, right? When relating to uh, the person that we're dealing with, right? So we got to be honest with ourselves when those uncomfortable emotions actually flare up. Okay, number four, we got to take care of our health, right? Our emotion certainly affects our emotions. I absolutely believe that. So our, our physical health, it's connected to our emotional well-being. If our body isn't feeling well, our emotions can be difficult to manage. Right? Just think about the last time you snapped at, at somebody, maybe when you were tired or hungry, hangry. How about that? You probably noticed, like, I, I know when, when I'm like, when I'm starting to feel my blood sugars going, I'm a little calorie deficit. It's like, okay, I got to get some food in me because I know I'm not going to be able to make the best decisions during these times, right? I never make the, make business decisions or, you know, long-term relational decisions when I'm hungry or I'm tired. We just, we've got to be able to understand that our physical health is so important because every, every one of the five power pillars mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, they're, they're all connected to each other. So if we have this understanding, it's important to know 
how to operate in excellence in every single one of those. Because we can't operate in excellence in any of them if we're not operating in excellence in all of them. Okay, so we got to ask God to, you know, really just develop, how, how do we develop these healthy habits that are going to nurture our body, our mind, our spirit, and, and how can they work, you know, together synergistically according to God's design, right? We got to eat healthier, eat nutritious foods, drink plenty of water, exercise, get enough sleep. That's a big one on a regular basis. Because the more physically stable that we are, the more emotionally stable we can be. Number five, then, we got to learn the lessons that God wants to teach us through our emotions, right? We are living this life. We are constantly learning every day. And if we can come to this state or this understanding that we are learning, we are becoming more and more like God every single day. And God often uses our emotions as teaching tools, right? Emotions, they are a gift from God, which the Bible describes as, as you know, having an emotional essence, right? God is love, okay? But emotions, they're constantly changing as circumstances change, right? God is constant, but our emotions change as circumstances change. And they can be easily misinterpreted as well, right? So when we're not thinking of them from a spirit-led perspective, it can get misconstrued, right? So if we pray for guidance every day, we ask God to help us discern the messages that he sends through our feelings, which this is, again, being able to control these emotions like, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me in this situation, right? Is it patience? If you're like me, I, I, I feel like this is a daily lesson that I'm in training for, right? Like, oh gosh, I got to talk to this guy again or this girl again, you know, or, or I've got to sit in traffic again. Like, what can I, if we can, if we can approach each day in, in that aspect, Right and and how 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 can we ask God how can we be led from a spirit how can we have a spirit led perspective and then ask God for guidance every day how we can discern the messages that He's sending us through our feelings right think of our emotions as like a bell that's ringing for us to pay attention right when that emotion starts to flare up it should be like ding 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 okay. All right, I need to pay attention, right? And, and the Holy Spirit, we, we can ask, Holy Spirit, like, communicate as a teacher, how can I learn how to communicate best during this, this, this lesson? And rather than just reacting to our emotions, as, as you know, certainly that's what, what Satan wants us to do, and that's what he's tempting us to do, is lashing out, right? How can we respond to them with the purpose of learning and growing closer to God in that process, Right, as long as we're living in this fallen world, we're gonna have to deal with spiritual attacks. They're gonna come at us through our emotions, but we can win those battles every single time by simply relying on the Holy Spirit. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.